0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources.
1: What's happening, Chicago Bears fans? This is Lester A. Wiltfong Jr. I am the editor in chief of SB Nation's Windy City Gridiron and welcome to my podcast. This is formation Conversation. We are one of four shows on the uh, Windy City Gridiron Podcast channel now, and, and I've been meaning to jump on and talk with you guys, you know, this entire week, but but one thing kept running into the other, and time just just honestly got away from me. So here I am, um, and Sunday night football just ended, the family has all turned in for the night, and I find myself too ramped up to go to bed myself after a long and busy day. Uh, so with some time to kill, and with football still on my mind, here I am. Uh, so, and what I've been talk to you guys about is you know Chicago Bears obviously But it's, it's quarterback Mitchell Trubisky He has been a hot topic This entire young season He has been a hot topic all off season. He was a hot topic all last season I guess it's just kind of be uh, The norm here with, with Chicago Bears quarterbacks uh, They're always going to be a polarizing topic it's just, it's just the way it is. You know, it's been the way it is since I've been covering this team. You when know, I first started writing about the Bears um, in, in in the mid two thousands, you know, Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler, you know, and then you know, a few guys here and there that kind of. I mean, there were guys that actually wanted Matt Barkley to be the next quarterback of the Bears. They they believed in him so much. I remember when fans were, were on Chad Hutchinson as the future of the of the franchise. So, you know, the fan base, the the media. When it comes to Bears quarterbacks, there's always a good side, there's always a bad side, so it's to be expected. And here we are with Mitchell Trubisky. So, so I wrote about Trubisky uh, in, in, a, in a latest art article for Odds Checker US um, about him and the offense, about whether the offense is just bad through two games or if they're just struggling from lack of reps because um, of not having preseason. I was really on the, the, the skip preseason train with Matt Nagy. I was – 100% behind him. Um, but now for two years in a row, if we have the pattern of the Bears coming out slow. Is that lack of reps? Is that just the way it's going to be? With Matt Nagy in his offense, it's kind of hard to pick up here. I tend to think now it's a preseason thing. I mean, time will tell. Obviously, we'll see next year what happens. I don't think Nagy will change his stripes. I think he is what he is. I think this is who he's going to be from now on. So we'll have to see what happens next year. But I really do think now two years in, This could be what's going on here. So the first week is always a crapshoot uh, in the NFL. There are always weird scores, uh, weird performances. Um, But after watching the Bears and Packers in that Thursday night opener um, and then watching them again a little bit and and going over the film a little bit and and studying what happened there, I'm telling you, I think the preseason reps really hurt. And the place I think it hurt the most was on the offensive line. And that affects the entire offense, including the quarterback. You know, James Daniels was at center for the first time after switching over from left guard. He seemed confused by all the looks the Packers threw at him. This was clearly Green Bay's game plan. You know, uh, they wanted to make the Bears' new center and left guard, Cody Whitehair. Uh, they had the flip. They wanted to make them think rather than just play football. You know, they mugged up in the A gaps a lot. You know, they they uh, they blitzed, uh, they fake blitzed, they delay blitzed. You know, and they stunted all night long. You know, the Packers and and, and defense coordinator Mike Patton, they played with a controlled aggression, and the Bears' pass protection was bad all night long but then after digesting the tape um, and hunkering down in practice Chicago's pass protection came out and looked completely different in the week two game in Denver it was just it was like night and day you know they gave up five sacks I think 11 quarterback hits in that first game um, and they gave up uh, no, no sacks against the Broncos week two and of course the Broncos now sitting here after three games they have zero sacks on the season which is you know, ridiculous to fathom with that talented pass rush they have, but but regardless, the Bears did a good job keeping those guys in check in week two. So, the pass pro night and day, week one to week two, and I actually pointed out some specific stuff that I found that, that I found on film um, in that week one game against the Packers in week two in, in my sack watch column at, at Windy City Gridiron. So, if you missed those at all, make sure you go check those out uh, to see what I was talking about there. You know, I'm a true believer that football is won and lost in the trenches, and, and I know that's that's an old school way of thinking, but but that's where it all starts. Uh, offensively, it's on the offensive line to keep to keep the quarterback clean. Um, it's on the line to open up the holes in the running game. Now I know that play calling has a hand in this too, and, and there's more to pass protection than, than just those five guys up front. You know, it's it, it's it's the receivers running the right routes. It's it's the chipping. It's it's the running backs. You know, staying in. It's 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 a it's total team effort, but it all starts up front. You know, if those five guys are playing in unison, uh, they're playing with with a, a, a good f- uh, familiarity amongst themselves, that's more than half the battle right there. No preseason hurt Chicago's offensive line, which in turn hurt the overall cohesion of this offense. So, circling back to Mitch Trubisky. Did he all of a sudden go from an ascending player in 2018 to one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL in one offseason? Because that's what he looks like right now. His numbers are down. He he and his play calling, um, Matt Nagy, the offense looks bad. Again, is it rust from the preseason? We'll find out as the season goes on. We'll see what happens here. But what's going on now with this offense? Opposing defenses have a full year of tape on him and the Bears' offense now, so they clearly have adjusted with their how they game plan against Chicago. Um, in, in both the games against the Packers and the Broncos, you know both defenses wanted to force Trubisky to stay in the pocket and make plays from there. Um, you know there was the famous quote by the Packer defender, I think it was Tremont Williams, said you know, they want to make him play quarterback. You know it's it, was it a cocky quote? Yeah, but that's basically what they wanted him to do. You know, the edge rushers of both the, the Broncos and Packers, you know, they were taking containing pass rushes because they wanted to take away Mitch's ability to dart to his right or left, uh, to get outside the pocket and do the street football thing he seems to do so well. we see him, we seen him do that as a rookie. We saw him do it last year. When he gets outside the pocket, when he's, when he's able to just make plays, he's able to thrive. So far this year, we haven't seen him take off much. He's been stuck in the pocket, and that's by design. The defense is doing a great job in doing that keeping him in there. You know, teams are forcing him to think. And Mitch Trubisky is a much better player when he's just reacting and slinging it. Is that to say he doesn't have a high football IQ? No, I just think he he tends to overthink things a lot. You know, that's something we hear the, the coaching staff talk about a little bit with Trubisky, you know, that he's always in his playbook, that he's a perfectionist, you know, he's hard on himself. I think a lot of young quarterbacks kind of go through that. But with Trubisky, he has to learn how to get out of his own head and just play some football. So, again, I look at what he did a year ago. You know, he did improve as the year went on. Um, and I'm not alone in that assessment. A lot of people that watch that film, they really believe that he went from that week one Packers game to the throughout the end of the this, this season, there was incremental progression from Trubisky. He had a few bad games along the way. He had the injury, obviously, that kind of hurt him. But, again, week one through the end of the season, he got better. Check out these numbers here. I pulled in Trubisky's last four games, and I'm talking after the bad one against the Rams, uh, where he played like his shoulder wasn't all the way back healed. So, and, and, and he he looked rusty in that game. He didn't look like he was ready to play football. Um, so, so the last four games, what I'm talking about here is the Packers game, Week 15, uh, the 49ers game, and then the finale against the Vikings, where the Vikings just had no heart, and and Trubisky kind of went out there and just you know played good, smart, efficient football and got them the W plus the wild card game against the Eagles. So these, those last four games, Trubisky was 89 for 126, which is a 70.6 completion percentage for 947 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Where the hell has that guy been this year? Have these two games this season been a fluke? Or was the growth he showed in 2018 the fluke? I tend to believe that this year is the anomaly, but honestly... You know I cannot rule out the possibility that Trubisky is just going to be a guy that gets into his own head too much and, and he'll always play too tight. We have to see him grow this season. There's more on his plate with the offense. There's more expectations on the Bears as a team. Uh, there's more expectations put on Trubisky as a as a quarterback. So who's the real Trubisky? Okay, the Monday night game in Washington is is put up or shut up time for him. It's uh, put up or shut up time for the offense and for head coach Matt Nagy because. This is a game the Bears should win. Scratch it. This is the game the Bears have to win. You know, Washington has one of the worst defenses in the NFL right now. They're giving up 5.2 yards per rushing attempt. You know, they're allowing opposing quarterbacks to compile a 124.8 passer rating against. Uh, Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz lit these guys up. Three touchdowns in each game for those two quarterbacks. So, you know, this is exactly the type of opponent. The Bears need at this time in their season to get their ailing offense back on track. And, of course, you know, they got to keep pace with the other three NFC North teams because, you know, the Lions, the Packers, and Vikings, they all won on Sunday. Washington cannot stop anyone. And Chicago's defense is built to stop what they want to do. So on paper, the Bears should beat this team. They should beat this team handily. And I'm picking them to win the game, as are all the other WCG staff members. I understand that it's really early in the season, but with the division shaping up like it is right now, like I said, this is a must win for the Chicago Bears. They cannot afford to get too far behind the eight ball when it comes to the other teams in the division. You know, they have to kind of get a a statement game out there. You know, Nagy, Trubisky, that entire offense, they need to win and make a statement that the Chicago Bears are exactly the team that we thought they were going into the 2019 season. That's it, guys, a short and sweet show today. Uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you guys all subscribe to the WCG podcast channel. And like I said, you'll not only get my T-Formation Conversation podcast, but you will also get Bear With Me from Robert Schmitz, where he will be instantly recapping every game this season. You will also get Jeff and EJ Snyder's Bears Over Beers, where they do a little bit of recap before looking at the next opponent every week. All the while, they're drinking a couple nice tasty beverages. Check those guys out; they do a great job with that show. And then the latest show on our podcast channel is the uh, is Bears Banter, which is hosted by Bill Zimmerman, who can pull from his twenty plus years in sports media to speak with some fantastic guests. I know you guys all checked out his last uh, his last show, which was uh, the technical debut on our channel, where he interviewed Jim Miller, ex Bears quarterback and local Chicago media guy. Plus, he hosts a show on Sirius XM. But his interview with Jim Miller actually broke the podcast download record for our channel. So it was a great debut by Bill and the show did a great job here. So one subscription to our channel, will get you all four shows. And the best thing is we are still free. Also make sure you guys all follow me on Twitter at Jr. So you never miss anything I'm doing, but that's a wrap guys. So like I said, short and sweet. So until next time, bear down, my friends.